Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the breakfast show. I'm Ryan Huang. The problem of complexity in electric vehicle charging has been quite a significant challenge for drivers in Singapore, both commercial and consumer drivers. You've got fragmented networks, limited accessibility, barriers to EV adoption, navigating the charging infrastructure is far from seamless. But a startup's recent launch of Southeast Asia's largest EV roaming network for commercial drivers spanning over 1,350 charge points together with 11 operators in Singapore is a game changer. So to find out more, let's welcome Christopher Jacek So, the co-founder and CEO of Beep, an innovative startup at the forefront of the electrifying future of transportation in Southeast Asia and beyond. Welcome to the show, Jacek. Thank you for having me. All right, let's start with your journey behind Beep. No, you started back in 2018, and then now you are pretty much Southeast Asia's largest electric vehicle roaming network in 2023. So. How has the company evolved since it was founded? Well, so starting in 2018, the EV adoption was not exactly strong in the region. So when we started, we actually wanted to build payments and data connectivity for vending machines. Mm. So we observed that there were a lot of operators that use vending machines from all over the world. And these machines had different software systems and hardware systems. So when new capabilities like PayNow or SGQR came out, it was difficult for them to accept payments easily and in a cheap manner. So what we wanted to do and we achieved was to build a plug-and-play device and our own cloud system to be able to upgrade any old machine and subsequently new machines to support cashless payments and real-time data. And during the COVID pandemic, we used this capability to work together with um, Tomasic Foundation and with the Singapore government to power distribution of the nationwide masks as well as your test kits and contact tracing tokens. So that was our background experience in dealing with a significant amount of transactions across different kinds of hardware for vending machines. And in 2021, we observed a shift towards electrification that was accelerating. Singapore also became very uh, friendly towards EV adoption in 2021. So we saw this opportunity to expand and provide our capabilities into the EV charging space. Mm, so Beep pretty much does the back-end stuff, the technology that's required to integrate all the payment platforms as well as the, I guess, experience. So walk us through how it works when it comes to the experience for an EV user. How does your IoT platform, in a sense, work in a daily basis um, for an EV driver? How does it integrate everything together? Sure. So I think first we can understand what the status quo is for charging. Typically today, if you drive a petrol or diesel vehicle, you can go to any petrol station and you can use a credit card or you can use cash to pay. And this is true across any country. In fact, actually, if you use credit cards, a lot of banks will give you cashbacks mm. and they will give you promotions. So if you shift from a petrol vehicle to an EV, 
then what you realize is that actually today there are many operators of charging stations, big and small. And when you go to each charging station, you actually need to typically download their application and you do your sign up. And sometimes they require deposits, some of them do not. Uh, the user experience is varied and there is not really an easy way to centralize access to them. So the experience, you can say, is a bit less seamless than mm. Petrol. So what we are trying to do is to take a page out of what more mature markets have done. So if you look at, for example, the European Union, they've sold over 2 million EVs just last year. And they've gone through this process where they've got hundreds or thousands of operators where they start out with a lot of apps. But they've evolved to connect these different apps together. So a more appropriate example will be something similar to like PayNow. Mm. Because you can use a DBS app and your friend can use an OCBC app. And you don't have to download an OCBC app or open an OCBC account to pay them money. And it's the same thing for going to, let's say, a clothing shop. If that clothing shop uses UOB for their corporate account, you can still use DBS to scan a pay now and pay them. So what we're building is to build that kind of software connectivity that sits behind different uh, charging operators which are willing to work with us to help connect them together. And so the idea is that you can use one interface mm. to go across different charging locations and different brands and charge at them. So the most direct way of doing this, of course, would be that if you already have a favorite charging app and that charging app now can access more charging stations. But what we also see happen in more advanced use cases where you put the data for charging directly into the vehicle dashboard, for example. So when you search for your navigation, say, I want to go from Jurong to Changi, then along that journey, that vehicle has that data on saying, you know, here are all the charging stations along your way, right? And, you know, these are the mm. cheapest ones. These are the most efficient ones. Um, and then do you want to plan your route around it? Do you want to charge at this location? So that's on a consumer side. And on a commercial angle, you can actually integrate that data into the fleet management systems or into the driver applications where they merge that data together with other important information such as the jobs for the driver or the routes for the driver. So what we're trying to do is to put the charging experience and make it either as seamless as refueling or better because you then integrate it with more relevant use cases for the driver. Mm. So instead of being a fragmented landscape, it brings together everything uh, across different companies. And also the additional layer of challenge they're overcoming is the terminals themselves. They don't need a specific payment terminal that needs to be connected all the time. It just needs a QR code and then your smartphone becomes the connected device. Yes, exactly. So it's possible, of course, to also support physical card payments or direct QR payments, but generally that involves additional cost. Mm. So it is not a choice for every location, for every operator. Definitely being able to accept a physical credit card at a given location is relatively convenient and it does have its perks, but it doesn't have to be applied to 100% of the charging network. Mm. Whereas this approach where you use software and your smartphone is direct and it doesn't cost the operator additional capital expenditure. Mm. Now, Jason, how easy was it to get this idea off the ground, you know, starting the company in 2018 and then convincing all these companies to come together to be on your platform, work with you? You're now looking at partnerships with the likes of SP Group, Charge Plus, CDGNG and Quick Charge. How was that journey for you convincing your partners to come on board? So it's definitely a very new 
phenomenon and a different kind of approach towards solving the charging mm. adoption. We took a pretty long journey to get to where we are today, although we're still in the beginning stages. But we spent about one and a half years uh, in 2021 to 2022, mid of 2022, developing a lot of the core technologies, understanding how we can interact with the different charging systems. One of the unique characteristics of the Singapore and Southeast Asia market as a whole is that the operators purchase and procure software and hardware from all over the world, very mm. similar to vending machines. So it takes a lot of time to understand the, the nitty-gritty complexities of each of these different systems. Then subsequently, we did actually launch the first uh, e-roaming pilot in the region last year, in mid of last year. We got five operators together with a few drivers to test out the system. And we didn't start with an app-based approach. We actually started with a RFID card-based approach. We learned a lot of the complexities and the issues that can crop up when you're looking at a RFID card-based approach. We also used that to learn how the operators preferred to have commercial arrangements so we've designed the network to be mutually permissive. And we also learned that the main goal of this connectivity is not to build another charging app. Right? So to be very clear, we are not building our own charging app. There's no beep charging app uh, that we are passing to consumers or to commercial drivers. We want to function more as a connector, as a bridge. Mm. So this is where it took us a decent amount of time, You know, in about a year since the first trial in June to July, of 2022 to work out all these details with the operators and to get that buy-in, uh, which we are very appreciative of. Mm, okay, so quite a bit of a journey, just learning from your feedback points and getting them on board. We are in conversation with Christopher J. So, the co-founder and CEO of Beep, which is behind the technologies to integrate all the fragmented apps out there, different charging points across different companies. And you've got big plans to expand into the likes of Malaysia, Thailand and beyond. What do you expect in terms of challenges as well as opportunities getting into these spaces when it comes to perhaps e-roaming? Would someone in Singapore be able to tap on these different infrastructure points down the road? Yes, definitely. So what we are taking is a multi-step approach. Today, when we launched the roaming network, we start with a lot of commercial partners. So we work with players that do car sharing or that do logistics and that do travel. And there's a reason for that because they have significantly more demand in the usage and their drivers traverse a larger kind of area and they have a more business need for it. But we are in conversations with different operators, both locally mm -hmm. and in Malaysia and Thailand, to look at the ability for consumers to roam also across different charging stations between operators. So from an operator's app to access another station, but also from different angles, including payment apps and including super apps. So we see a lot of interest um, and we are actually in advanced negotiations of contract details with leaders in Malaysia and Thailand, both on the fleet and super app side as well as the CPOs themselves, so the charging point operators. What we... Uh, hope to achieve is that you start first with each country's local drivers and businesses being able to experience that roaming mm. uh, capability but towards say later of next year in 2024 there are already interests and plans in the background which we are speaking to partners to say that you know a driver can use a super app or a charging app 
from one country to access multiple stations and then drive over into another country and get access to uh, even broader range of stations, right? So between Singapore and Malaysia, for example, or vice versa, and Malaysia and Thailand. So definitely there's already interest in the industry. We are taking a step-by-step process together with them. It's still a very new concept. Certain ideas and certain workflows need to be ironed out, including settlements between different countries. But the impetus for it is already there. So we're very excited to see what we can build. Yeah, and it looks like you've got some help with investors coming on board your recent seed funding round from the likes of GGV Capital as well as Wing Vasik Siri. How is that going to be utilised, the money that's coming in? So the money was brought in actually to ensure that we could establish that key roaming capability in Singapore. When we did the announcement of our fundraising in conjunction with the network launch, it was actually slightly compressed. So we did the fundraising first and then we achieved the network. What we are using the funds for now is to establish the first contracts in Malaysia and Thailand with operators as well as expanding some of our fleet and operator partnerships. So the first 11 operators that we announced in the first five fleet side partners that we announced uh, are the first kind of partners that we bring on board but there are others also in Singapore as well as the other two countries that we're bringing on so subsequently we are actually in the middle of doing our next fundraise currently uh, where we do have existing interests but we are also looking towards more strategic partnerships and investment to secure that cross-border capability so we want to achieve a ability to do roaming across at least three countries mm. in the next two to three years. Oh, big plans ahead for Beep. We've been chatting with Christopher Jacek So, the co-founder and CEO. Beep, of course, is the company putting together and integrating in the back end all the different charging points from different companies together for a more seamless experience. Jacek, thanks for joining us on the show today. Thank you very much. All right, stay Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.